control. Do you have your medication? Are you ready? Then let's piece this shit out. <laughs> Justice and the Peace. Season 3. Open up. Yes. Season 3. Let's open this bitch up. Grandson, grandson, you decided to join me. Okay. I will, I will, grandson. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Today's day is still Tuesday, <laughs> May 31st. The time now is 11.33. And hopefully, well, well, it's definitely. Motherfucker, you listening to me. This is the Justice and the Peace Podcast, Season 3 opener. This is the opener for Season 3. I might as well go ahead and backtrack on what the fuck has been going on on my podcast for two seasons. The first season was the sobriety. I sobered up and recorded the shit, documented it. All type of fucking emotional things were going on in my life during that time. And as I was sobering up, I found my long lost father. Yes, I found my dad in the pursuit of looking for my mom. I actually found my dad. Never thought I would meet the man. Thought I'd only hear stories. And boy, he did not let down, I tell you that. Found my siblings. I've got brothers and a sister that I didn't know about. That was all in season one. And in season two also, that kind of branched off. So, with season three, like I've been mentioning the whole time during... Papa. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mr. Malik joined in, too. I ain't gonna, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to just... Uh, I will stop it. I will say, yes, I'm going to go inside. Yes, 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 I know, I know. But yes, I'm not going to leave you out, Pop-Pop. I'm never leaving you out this shit. Malik joined in and kind of gave a new dynamic. I had a, uh, I have a nephew named Parker who blessed me with a beat. Um, And now season three, like I was saying, I always talk about this song that I listen to, uh, 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 on a streaming service, which shall for now be nameless, but it's a reggae song, and the guy, uh, uh, the guy always says, uh, "Sometimes life is not what it seems like. There's always a deeper in. You got to look deeper in, and then look deep again. So that's what season three is going to be more about. Is since I've already knocked down one barrier, I've already." accomplished one task something that i've always told somebody that i could easily do i've already done it and i've stayed consistent with it even past the time it was that i'd planned 
to be back drinking. I'm still sober, bitches. So, um, I don't know. Whatever offends you, eat a dick, suck a pussy. I don't know. Or, or, or eat a pussy, suck a dick. I don't know. Whatever fucking offends you the most. You can do that if you ever doubted me. I appreciate you, though. Do appreciate all that negative energy that you send towards me. All I do is I take it and I compound it and I squish it into a tight little bitty thing. And then I just don't think about it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. But season three. Season three will be a much more um, personal look into, you know, who it is that you're listening to. If you haven't figured out, you know, I'm a fucking idiot. Um just with a lot of shit to talk about because there's always something to talk about. And not only that, I have my own studio. So I can record whenever the fuck I want to record about whatever the fuck it is I want to record about. So with that being said, everyone who has listened to this podcast and does follow the Justice and the Peace podcast page on Facebook, and like I said, I've been supposed to create Instagram and Twitter and all that other shit. But all I would do is get kicked off. So there's no reason for me to even create these things if I'm going to get kicked off. A lot of people say that I should uh, I should go to YouTube. I will get kicked off. Listen to my episodes. I will get kicked off. This is where you can find me at right here. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can find me right here, wherever the fuck it is that you found me. Um, but all of my shit originates off of Spotify. So uh, tell a friend. To go to Spotify, look for Justice and the Peace if they want to, you know, they got some time or they need to, to hear somebody piece it out. Now, with that being said, which was a, a complete ramble and a mouthful, before I go all the way in, as 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 I should be doing, um, let me see what's the right term. Uh, I think I'm going... Um, well, I know. Let me see if this is it. No. It's not it, but I'll use it. I want to give flowers to my mother. I love you, baby. Miss you. Still looking for you. Yes. Flowers to my mother, Paige. Still looking for you. I love you. Think about you every day. Now, onward and upward. Anybody who listens to this podcast, once again, um, knows that I love to garden. I love it. It is one of my favorite fucking new pastimes is to get out there and and to 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 get a bunch of plants and and play around in the dirt like a little bitty kid play around in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch of plants in the background. I got like five different tomatoes. I got like four different wait now, I got like six different tomatoes, like five different peppers. Got like three different squashes, 49er squash, zucchini, uh, uh, crooked neck squash. I got a bunch of that shit back there. Um, like I said, peppers, tomatoes, squash, blackberries, watermelon, cantaloupe. Uh, I got a whole bunch of shit back there. Corn, beans. I got a lot of shit going on in the backyard, and I stay in a duplex. So, mind you. And the backyard is kind of already pre-fitted to how it is that they wanted the person who actually inhabits this place. They already have the backyard set up to where you're not supposed to garden. So I had to check before I started doing anything here, and they gave me the green light. But um, 
last year, last year, when I was gardening, I was noticing that things were kind of, I don't know what's the right word, um, not in the same place that I left them. Huh? How about that one? How about that one? Excuse me. So what I did was after we had got our um, surveillance system hooked up here, I started going through the surveillance system nightly to see what the fuck was going on in the backyard. Now, we live in the valley, so a lot of people don't like to hear what it is that I'm about to tell you. But if you live in Sacramento, motherfucker, you got rats in your house. You may not see them motherfuckers. You may not hear them motherfuckers. But rats have been around for forever. And they know how to fucking stay hidden away from humans because they know that we killed them. So I figured, you know, maybe it might be a rat or something back there fucking with my shit. And I kill this motherfucker when I see him. I mean, I can't kill him on camera when I see the motherfucker. But if I see where he's at uh, when I watch the camera, I could definitely know where to set a trap or something like that. And when I look back at the footage, I was looking at that shit like rats don't got like arms, arms. Like they got arms, but they ain't got no arm arms. Like not no shit. That, you know, they grab shit. I ain't never seen no rat pick no shit up with his hands like that. You know, not no big shit and run off with it. But then again, I'm not an observer of rats. So, after closely looking at the, at the footage for a while, I had a couple of my friends look at it. One of my friends said, that, that shit look like a raccoon. And I said, ooh. And I know there's raccoons in my area. I saw I saw a whole family full of fucking raccoons on the next street over. Um, just chilling, like right by one of those drainage drainage pipes while I was driving. Motherfuckers just chilling. I pulled up, pulled past them motherfuckers. They all stopped and looked at me like they was about to whoop my ass. I mean, raccoons do look like uh bank robbers. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh I was told that maybe it could be a raccoon. So I was like, well, shit, I don't, I don't want that in my backyard to move some shit around for that. But then another friend told me, hey, man, you know it could be a possum. And I said, why do you think it, what make you think it's a possum? He was letting me know that, you know, the way that the body was shaped and how it was moving and shit like that, it could, it could be a possum. Well, I thought it could be either or. And as soon as we saw it on camera and shit like that, you know, we didn't see it that much no more, or at least... I didn't recognize anything moved around enough to keep looking for the motherfucker. Well, fast forward until, I don't know, what, last night? Night before last? Yeah, night before last. I'm chilling with my guy. Papa. Yes, Mr. Malik. I'm chilling with Malik. And uh, I step into the house out of my, out of my studio. <laughs> I step into the house and I see a long ass tail in my fucking um patio area which I have I have basically turned into like my Asian herb corner slash garden slash retreat slash whatever the fuck it is I want it to be at the moment. So I see this motherfucking tail I'm like it's a goddamn rat and there ain't no food out there. What the fuck is this thing looking for? So my first thing to do, my first inclination was to grab something and bang this thing over his head. 
But when it came out of one of the milk crates that's on my patio, I realized that that was not a rat. That's a fucking possum. Now, put a pin in that. I'm going to tell you something real, real quick about a possum that I learned after I figured out that it was a possum the first time that we caught on camera. When I looked up possum in the dictionary, the shit said the motherfucker's damn near impossible to kill, right? Like, motherfuckers and shot, shot possums in the head with 22s and shit, and they just get up and walk away like they have a real thick, reinforced skull. So, I'm going to take a pen out of what I was talking about and get right back on it. So, when I saw the possum, like I said, my first in- inclination was to grab my shovel and kill this rat. But when I saw the possum, I was stuck. I said, I don't know what the fuck to do with this thing. And it actually got stuck on my patio, my step-out area, I should say, for about four or five minutes before it found its way out. And I was like, yeah, well, that's a learning lesson for that little guy. And it was a baby. I mean, you know, everything is kind of cute when it's a baby, except for ugly babies. (laughs) Ugly babies ain't cute. (sighs) But, yeah, so I was like, all right, well, the motherfucker got away. Now, I've been telling my kids there's a possum on the motherfucking, uh, on the patio. And my grandson talking about kitty, cat, cat. Like, he want to pet the motherfucking thing. And I'm like, that's not a cat, and it's not a rat. That's something else. So, like I said, I've been running my motherfucking mouth about this possum. I got home tonight after working some extra hours at my, uh, my job and decided, hey, you know, I went in a little bit early today. I need to get out there, maybe put some water on my plants because I've just now transferred some more stuff into the ground where I, I'm noticing that everything grows a lot more better out of the fucking ground, especially once you condition and fertilize the soil and everything. I'm used to growing everything out of pots due to the fact that I've lived in a lot of apartments and shit like that. Grew up in houses, but uh, now I live in apartments. Different fucking podcast. Anyway, um, like I was saying, man, uh, the fucking possum, the, 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 this, this motherfucker, after seeing the shit, I was like, okay, cool. Talked about it, told everybody about it. Didn't think I was ever going to see this motherfucking thing again. Got home tonight. Running my mouth, I made uh, Jason and Isaiah some fucking strawberry shortcakes because I had a... Uh, prepared some strawberries earlier before I went to work because I planned to get off a little bit earlier than I actually did tonight, but had to stay over. But anyway, when I get home, I make the strawberry shortcakes and I, uh, you know, take off some of my um, stuff from work and I take my ass outside. I'm making noise too. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like I had that feeling like, you know, I could wait until the morning. (laughs) But no, I couldn't wait. It could wait, but I just couldn't. I had to get back there. I had to see my plants. Like, they were actually going to go somewhere. I had to get back there. And when I was walking down this narrow little pathway that leads into the small opening that I call my backyard, you know, I'm making noise that that, that hopefully something can hear me, and, and it's obvious that uh, something that could possibly kill you is approaching. So when I turn the corner, I'm looking at that plant. I said, the greens, okay, that little corn looking good. I added some beans in there for companion plants. 
so that the beans and the corn could grow together. And I'm observing it because I just transferred the fucking beans into the corn. And I wanted to see how, I wanted to see if and how it's taking to the soil. And as I'm looking at that, out my side vision, I think it's peripheral, peripheral. Um, never say that, never say that word right. Um, as I'm looking out the side of my eye, you know, I see something move. Now, I'm used to things moving back here because I got a lot of shit, like I said, going on. I got plants everywhere. But when I look over, the thing that moved is looking at me. So then I start looking at it, and it's looking at me, and I'm looking at it, and it's looking at me. And then the fucking thing moved, like a head moved. And I said, oh, my God. There's another fucking possum in my backyard. And sure enough, I didn't really get a good look at the motherfucker at that moment. But then I did. <laughs> I did. I did get a look at that motherfucker. And it was the same motherfucking possum <clears throat> that was here a couple of nights ago. Like I said, I got a bunch of plants back there. I don't know what the fuck it is he was searching for. I just know when I found him. It looked like he was trying to get away, and he was stuck in the corner of the fence, and the motherfucker just, like, froze. So, like I said, I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I start yelling for my baby mama. Because <laughs> that's where my guard is at, in the backyard. So I'm like, baby mama, baby mama, baby mama. <laughs> I'm like, this motherfucker can't hear me. And nothing. Nothing at all. And like, you know how a dog goes, hmm? And they head like kind of kind of cocked to the side? The possum didn't make no noise. But that motherfucker head, it did cock to the side. And when his head cocked to the side, I kind of thought to myself like, what the fuck is he thinking about? And then the motherfucker jumped off of the fence and I'm not even ashamed to admit what I'm about to say. But I ran like a motherfucking schoolgirl. Oh, I mean, I fucking tore ass down that little narrow pathway. Um, <laughs> I mean, and I still have my work keys on. So so all you can hear is it just just this shit just ching 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 jangling 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 jangling. I hit that motherfucking little walkway and opened up, you know, that magnetic screen. Came in the house, closed the sliding door fast. You know, when you close the sliding door fast, it kind of bounces off the threshold, opens back up, and I had to grab that motherfucker and shut it, lock it, make sure this motherfucker wasn't chasing me. And then it hit me. Possums are more scared of humans <laughs> than humans should be afraid of possums. That's why they actually have that term, playing possum, playing dead. But I was scared than a motherfucker. Oh, my God. You want to talk about somebody, man? Hey, man, I'm not trying to spend hours, hours at the doctor's office for shit, for a motherfucking thing, especially right now during COVID. And COVID is still cracking. Motherfuckers are still catching COVID. Motherfucker caught COVID at my job. Like, it don't make no sense. Motherfuckers come to work with COVID. It don't make no sense. It Stay your motherfucking ass at home. 
with the COVID shit. But yeah, yeah, I ran like a bitch. I'm trying to talk my way around that shit. I just wanted to get on here and admit, man, I bitched up. <laughs> I bitched all the way up. I just know you can't kill no possum easily, so I just ran. I'm talking about high, tailed it, and ran. Came back in the house, and then I got made fun of by the kids that were awake. <laughs> the motherfuckers saw me running, and then they pulled the shit up on the fucking on the fucking surveillance camera. I don't know if I'm gonna release that shit because you know once it goes up, it never comes down. It 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 just never it never comes down. <laughs> but yeah, I thought I should share that little tidbit of information with you guys. I just got to work, check my shit, and I... It, it, my imagination had me being chased by a baby possum. So, after I came back in the house, of course my stupid ass went back out there. <laughs> just to see. And, like, you know when you're already scared, but you try to, like, man up? Or you do man up, you face your fears and shit? The wind must have blew. I don't know what it was. Uh, uh, I know the wind blew, but something like went <laughs> against the fence. I don't know, maybe some trees and a branch or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Something like that made some noise. And, hey, that was all she wrote. I'm back in the fucking house for the night. I'll see my plants in the morning. But I tell you that. To acknowledge this, um, there's nothing wrong with being afraid. You know, uh, getting older, and I don't know if you do know. I'm going to try to stop saying that to you motherfuckers because a lot of you people don't know shit. But from what I understand, which is not a lot of shit. <laughs> I don't understand shit. I'm an idiot. Um, what was I saying? Uh, from what I understand, you know, uh, uh, and I said you know again. From what I understand, it's uh, it's a good thing to be afraid sometimes. You know, yes, I am medicating. It's a good thing to be afraid sometimes. It's a good thing to remind yourself that you're afraid. You see, the absence, uh, there's a saying or something, I believe it's like the absence of fear. I know, I know something comes after the absence of fear. But what I can say is the absence of fear sometimes can be a good thing. But it can also be a bad thing, you know, because when you're not afraid of shit, you're kind of naive to uh, the mortal vessel it is that you control right now. <laughs> so you're much more uh, likely to harm yourself when you feel like a a super god or a super man or a super anything, a super bitch, I don't know, a, a super bitch nigga, I don't know. But when, when, you're, when you're naive to the fact that you can get hurt, man, you can fuck yourself up. And, and I was not naive to that. So I ran like a bitch. I mean, I completely had to go to a whole nother place for the simple fact that I knew, I knew, but I didn't know. I mean, I think I knew 
I kind of understood, but I didn't really. It was kind of like, I don't know, just like, run, bitch, run. It was something like that. I just, I mean, and then I started to feel like a kid. And, you know, every single time that you feel like a kid, the first thing that you want to do is try to find comfort, right? You want to try to find arms to uh, fall into, you know, something to comfort you. Something along those lines. But then you always have to come back to reality. And that's nothing that, that you know, it's not that hard to do. But at the same time, a lot of people don't like the reality that they live in. I just so happen to love the one that I'm in, so it was not a problem for me to come back to reality and just greatly appreciate that I've got a I've got a possum pet now. <laughs> He's not going nowhere. He's not going nowhere. I'm pretty sure, you know, I'm pretty sure he'd have told his family. Like I said, it's a baby motherfucker. So when I was back there by myself, the first thing I was thinking was, where the fuck is its mom at? Like, I, I don't want no, I, hey, man, I don't want no beef with nobody. Real shit. But I'd rather get into it with a human than a possum. At least a human. Well, shit, most humans ain't going to try to bite you with a mouthful of viruses and shit. At least not, hopefully nobody's got that shit going on. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Just fucking great. And then also, since we're since I'm on here and this this is the, the season three, um, opener, uh, season two, season two, I was doing uh, this thing called the DUI treatment every Tuesday, every other Tuesday, because every other Tuesday I got to go to this damn class that at first I just truthfully didn't like. I I mean it's not that I don't like anybody in the class, I just don't like rules. I don't like uh. I don't like anybody telling me what to do. Uh, who does, though? I mean, certain people, if you, if okay, if I fucks with you, like you my girl or some shit like that, you still can't tell me what to do. <laughs> I kid, I kid, I kid. But, um, you know, sitting in the class and shit, I, 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 a while ago I came to the realization that, that you know, it, it's, it seems like I'm mad to them, but I'm not mad. I'm I'm not mad at all. It's just I don't like sitting around talking about shit that I've already done. Like I beat myself up over that shit enough already. And the last thing I need to do is uh, uh beat myself up even some more and then tell it to some strangers who don't fucking know anything about me and what it is that they do know. It's usually based off of an opinion that they've uh they've calculated, contrived or 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 formulated. Um, out of the first 15 seconds that they've uh, seen me started, seen me talking in the Zoom class. So, yeah. Bunch of bullshit, right? Bunch of bullshit. But uh, uh, I just want to say, uh, I've said it before uh, about the DU class on here, the DUI class on, on, on my platform, on my podcast. Like, I genuinely care about everybody in my class. I genuinely care about everybody in my class, even the motherfuckers that don't like me. And I genuinely care about the motherfuckers I don't like neither because I know 
that there's a couple of motherfuckers in there that don't like me. But that is part of life. And and as much as it may seem like I just hate going to the class, you know, there's so many there there's so many more learning lessons that I'm taking away than it is that they're trying to teach me. Like I have to constantly be patient instead of just telling them like, "Hey man, hey, I already know what the fuck to do. Can I just do like a book report and go on about my I have to shut up and keep that shit to myself. I have to tell tell him like I tell cuz I'm not going to use nobody's name on here. I have to tell my instructor like, "Listen, um this shit is bullshit." <laughs> I have uh, no filter most of the time when it comes to real-life instances like this. So best believe I'll be in there running my fucking mouth. But I've come to the point now where I'm, I'm like I said, I care I care about everybody in my class, and it's it's an unfortunate statistic that, that one of us will repeat offend or, or one of us will, will end up hurting someone while uh, intoxicated behind the wheel. And... and I constantly have said it from the beginning to to the people in the class, just like, I don't know if you know it, but I genuinely do care about everybody there. I do. All the time. I be thinking about their ass when I be doing stupid shit. Like, I be digging up a hole in the backyard to drop a plant in or something like that. I be like, huh, I wonder what Whoop is doing. You know? And I know for a fact motherfuckers ain't thinking about me. And it don't hurt my feelings. I'm not sensitive like well, I can be sensitive. I am light skinned, <laughs> but it, that don't hurt my feelings. It's just that how how am I? It, it, it's my appreciation for life has more than quadrupled in the last year. It's I'm nowhere, nowhere near uh, uh, the person it is that I used to be, except for the simple fact that I just talk shit now. I don't drink, and I've never been a big drug addict because I don't like drugs. Um, Yeah, so I guess all I'm trying to say is, you know, nothing. This is like a Seinfeld episode. It's the whole episode about nothing. I'm just rambling. But it's, se- it's season three. Season three. So, so with the DUI shit, I think, and I think, I think it might be possible, but I'm going to reach out to a few of my classmates to see if I can get somebody on here and they can remain anonymous so that, you know, they're not bothered. You know, I I, I do have, you know, the reach like Joe Rogan. You know, I can, everyone listens to this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I'll try to get, get somebody in here and discuss you know, the particulars on exactly how it was that they obtained their offense and and their offense, offense. And I'm not talking about offense that separates you and your neighbor. The offense, look it up, stupid. But, yeah, I would love for them to, if they feel comfortable, would love for somebody to elaborate what it is, not only that they've learned from the situation, but what it is that they've lost because of this situation and a lot of people don't like to open up but but hopefully I can get somebody in here who's who's had some expertise and uh is willing just to share a little bit of their life with the peace. But yeah, 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 enough about the DUI shit. 
in, in in other news, in other news for the podcast, um, I'm not gonna say nothing else about what else is coming out because I keep talking about some shit that has not dropped. So I'm not gonna talk about that shit right now. All I can tell you is what I'm about to do, and what I'm about to do right now <laughs> is shit. Uh, <laughs> I want to talk about the shit that we've been seeing happening with our black celebrities on uh on the big big screen. The big big screen. First it was uh Will Smith slapping Mr. Chris Rock. And I don't know if I said it on here, but that should be like a hate crime because uh Chris Rock said that he identifies um on the spectrum as autistic, right? So like he hit a special needs person in front of millions of people and no one is calling like uh for some sort of abuse. Like Chris Rock used to get beat up a lot from what I understand. He used to get robbed on the way to doing his comedy, so he probably has severe anxiety and in some sort of confrontational fear when it comes to shit like this. But what made that even much more weirder was somebody Pulled up a motherfucking old ass movie, an old ass movie, where a comedian tells a joke about this star's wife, and then the star gets up, buttons his jacket, walks up to the sled, up to the stage, and slaps the shit out of this comedian. And you can tell it's like I don't know, maybe they ran it through a filter and they got it looking old, but they they got my conspiracy theory motherfucking brain. Working like a motherfucker, like, hold on, if these niggas knew that this shit was fake, like, what what type of fraternity, Illuminati type of shit is these motherfuckers in? To where we gonna recreate some shit that was already created, but now we about to recreate it just to get some likes, or, or, or I don't know what the fuck that shit's about. And it led me to the, to, to the fact, like, not even the fact, but to the question, are we in the fucking Matrix? Like, is that what we in right now? Is... Is that why the second is that why the second matrix I mean the, the, the second branch or the second uh the the re envision of the matrix by, by by those guys' kids, is that why it was so goddamn bad? Because they're trying to wipe the first one? Because the first one was brilliant. Red pill, blue pill, one you take the truth, the second one you wake up and the shit never happened. But I just don't know anymore. I I, I, I just I don't know anymore what the fuck's going on. I, 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 and then that makes me question, did I ever really know what the fuck was going on? Because then you have a whole nother fucking situation that's popped off with fucking Monique and DL where Monique insinuates, excuse me, some hate, some serious hate, some, um, that's kind of trans hate, and I'm surprised the trans people Ain't getting on it maybe because DL's not, you know, a part of their community. They don't feel like they need to uh, defend him. But I kind of feel like they need to because what Monique did is is essentially like almost doxing somebody or, or outing somebody because if that was somebody else who wasn't famous, that person, their inbox and their fucking shit would be going off the fucking hook. But DL's already famous. And he already has a fuck crazy ass inbox. 
So this shit really doesn't change his life. But for her to insinuate that D.L. Hughley is a gay man on the low, it's not only disrespectful, derogatory, um, and, and, and most of all, it is completely, 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 completely immature. It is so immature. She's supposed to be a queen of comedy. That's the only, that's the quickest thing that you can come up with is to talk about what somebody else does in their bedroom. You know, um, it's it's something else when all we have on TV is just the 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 fact that we fight each other no matter what because of ego and pride. We we there is no discussion. There, there, there is no meeting of, of uh, you, there, there, there used to be a saying, youngsters, you know, cooler heads will prevail. But now it's such a part of not only culture, but almost religion for motherfuckers just to get mad and say the most disrespectful shit in the world or hurt you and say, all I see is red when I get mad. Well, you're going to see red if somebody punch you in your motherfucking face, too. So, you, it, it, I don't know what's going on with Monique. I, I I really don't know. All I know is that it does not look good. Because for what she did to DL, that shit right there is essentially a hate crime. Because if he was a gay man, that shit would be a fucking hate crime. That's one of the issues that I have with some of these new fucking rules to where they make it seem like... um. Um, you you know, uh, your identity puts you in a class system to where you're fucking untouchable until they decide that you are touchable. And who the fuck is making the decisions about that shit? Like, I don't like all that shit. But I think DL handled it very, very nicely when he started bringing up all of the instances of Monique, a multimillionaire... Shit, she should be a multimillionaire after Precious. He brings up all the instances where so many directors just find her impossible to fucking work with. Like, just impossible to fucking work with. And and, and the first thing that a motherfucker always want to say when someone tells them that they're impossible to work with, and that's been said um, about me, not to me, but about me, that, that, that I'm hard to work with. And and yeah, I could be hard to work with, depending on who the fuck it is I'm working with. If you don't want to do shit, yeah, it's gonna be hard to work with me. But um from his from his standpoint or viewpoint or how it was that he perceived the situation, it was just a simple fact that that uh you know Monique ain't doing that. she ain't doing as good as she used to be doing. You know, when 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 the when the when the getting is good, it's good, nigga. But when it's not there, it's it, hey, 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 hey. You can't loan nobody twenty dollars and shit when you ain't got that money coming in. I just find it really fucking weird in this 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 we're in this real this really weird vacuum and void where all we see, all it is that I keep seeing, 
that keeps getting replays is violence. Black on black violence. And that's not to say that we're a fucking violent people. What I'm trying to say is that imagery, what it is that you see, enough becomes normalized, and in turn, once it becomes normalized, it becomes programming. And what the program seems to be saying to us right now is that black people don't know how to handle their shit. That's why I do not like to see motherfuckers attacking each other on the Internet, on TV, or none of that other shit. We're the only motherfucking culture that I know of that will intentionally hold another motherfucker down purposely just because we know that they're going to get ahead of us. And that's a sad thing. That's a sad fucking thing. You know, when when you so invested in making sure somebody else falls that you lose your way, I think that's a very, very sad thing because I'm pretty sure Monique is a nice woman. I'm, I, I give everybody, you know, a uh, 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 reasonable doubt or or more of an open opportunity that maybe she's under some sort of pressures that we do not understand anything about. I said it on one of the other episodes that most of these celebrities, they don't live in our world. You know, some of them, they do come from our world. They come from a normal existence, and then they get all this fucking money. But money can warp your mind. And, and what it seems like right now is that Miss Monique's mind is warped. You know, it's, it's, it's warped. You know, I'll give you an example. You know, she was fat as fuck, right? Big girl. Nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with no big-ass, beautiful girl. Ain't nothing, ain't, I want to, but it, ain't nothing stopping a nigga from getting that thing up under there. But the thing is, you know, people people got mad at other people for saying, like, girl, you need to use, you need to lose a couple pounds. You need to use, uh, use some workout equipment or something like drop some pounds. I'm fine the way I am. I, I now see. When you say that shit, you got to keep that motherfucking energy. Before she went off on DL, she was just strutting that new little weight that she dropped. But everyone else forgets that she actually dropped a clothing line for big women like her. So that lets you know right now that her interest is not with us. Her interest is only about her fucking pocketbook. And I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. But don't act like you are of the people when you are of the person of one yourself. So, you know, it's all virtue signaling. I'm virtue signal nothing. I tell you every single time on my podcast, I'm a motherfucking idiot. Um, uh, I don't have a co-host because most people can't talk as much as I do. So I do this shit by myself, and plus it's called Justice and the Peace. I try to open up my motherfucking heart, my mind, my soul, and leave a little bit of just a little piece of myself behind every single time that I record with her, with Monique and a majority of these people that are in Hollywood, what it is that they are doing is they're trying to extract. They're trying to extract your money. They're, time, they're, they're trying to extract your time. They're trying to uh, 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 extract a whole bunch of shit from you. And I, I can't name off everything because I'm not rich and I don't kick it in those motherfucking circles. But I do know one thing. Somebody brought up a very, very good point. If you're an actor or an actress, and you get millions of dollars, and you get 
shown on TV and the big screen, and they give you awards, and the Walk of Fame, and all that other shit, plus you got fans. Like, how many, what? To, I mean, my dad always, uh, 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 my dad tells me a story of him and one of my brothers talking to my brother asking him, you know, well, how much is enough? I want to pose that question towards them. How much attention do you fucking need? I mean, shit. How how much motherfucking attention do you need? What do you want? Huh? Forever? You want to forever? Your motherfucker get a Grammy. You get an Emmy. You get an Oscar. I don't know if it was, I don't watch this shit. But my grandma used to. So you get all these fucking awards. You get a walk of fame. You get, you get all this shit. And you're still not happy. You're still not. You're still not whole. There's still a missing piece. And I think that might be exactly what's going on with our friend Monique. I think something is missing in her life, or maybe she doesn't have control over a certain aspect of her life because it's a famous saying, and I say it all the time, and that's hurt people hurt people. So I'm thinking to myself, this woman might be a little bit hurt and needs a very, very strong hug <laughs> from any gender. doesn't matter. I can't even say from a man. So, so she just needs a hug. She, stop funking with each other, my people. Black on black, white on white, black on white, white on black. Stop funking, please, please. For peace, from justice into peace, please stop funking. Ah. Now, with all that out the way, I really do wonder, are we in the fucking Matrix? <laughs> I'm getting a little delirious. <clears throat> I'm tired. I've been up since about 5 o'clock this morning. But, um, yeah. Are, are, we, are we in a... Are we in the Matrix? I, 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 I just don't know. But I think I could ask a friend. So, are we in the Matrix? For somebody? Too bad. I don't know where nobody's at. Not even me. Yeah. Yeah, this is the end of the podcast. We're gonna wrap this bitch up. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is Justice. Justice in the Peace Podcast. Please like, rate, subscribe, tell a friend, don't hate, don't pretend. Do what it is that you know that you must do to motherfucking win. And don't forget, man, if your mother's in your life, kiss her when you see her, or call her and tell her you love her every single fucking day. (laughs) This is Justice. Justice and the Peace Pod, season three, bitches. Oh. Buckle up, because it's definitely going to get bumpy along this ride. But just to make things official, I got to say it one last time. Hey, Parker, JB, you take me out with that beat, man. Justice and peace. Pie. Peace.
Papa, are you easy? Papa, are you easy?